one, and we are live on a lot of stuff. Obviously not on Facebook, still banned. So let's just get on with it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Jonathan Kogan. If you haven't subscribed to the Jonathan Kogan Show podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to the new YouTube channel, find it on YouTube. And also check out the Rumble channel, Ownership Economy. Now, a couple things to get into. Big things, just another day in 2022 that's totally normal. We got we got missiles going off in Poland or getting at least deflected into Poland, killing two civilians. Basically, arguably prompting World War III, even though we're already in World War III, as you already know. But if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are in World War III. Sorry to burst the bubble. We got CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, rolling out much faster than anticipated, basically ripping down the existing financial system to then force in the CBDC down your throat. But something interesting I thought about today, and I tweeted this, and I thought this was a very profound tweet before we get into the FTX scandal, which is absolutely insanity. Insanity. The deeper you go into the FTX scandal is insane. But here's, I said something like this, which is, I am so impressed with the propaganda of, I'm not, no, I'm not impressed with the propaganda. I'm impressed by how many people are still to this day, November 15, 2022, still fooled by propaganda. It's crazy. So I thought it'd be really difficult to usher in central bank digital currency where you get tracked, where you have no privacy, where you own nothing and be happy. I thought that would be difficult. But what I'm starting to realize is whatever the current thing is, whether it's bombing other countries, whether it's forcing you know medical experiments on your body against your will, whatever it is, people are very down with just going with the flow. It doesn't matter. Put unknown chemicals inside of you, check. Um, kill people in foreign countries, check. So I don't think that bringing in the CBDC is going to be all that difficult. In fact, I think what's going to happen is if it, if everything goes according to how everything has gone so far, they're going to say, we're implementing a CBDC with some marketing spin about how it's so good for you and will keep you healthy and alive and prevent you from future, from future pandemics, um, which is what Sam Bankman-Free was donating to, by the way, from pandemic preparedness. Like pandemics are an everyday thing now. What? Not normal, by the way. Not normal. Um, but it's going to protect you and save your life and keep your grandma alive, whatever they're going to say, their whole shtick. And people are going to say, this is fantastic. And then people who are skeptical, like myself, are going to say, really? You trust the CBDC? And they're going to say back to me, what are you, anti-money? What do you hate, money? What do you hate, freedom? You hate grandma? Is that what's going to happen? Because I feel like that's the road that we're on. I feel like we are flirting with that. You could say, you could tell people to put... Um, double A Duracell batteries in their butt, and be like, "This will make you feel fantastic." And I go, "Well, I'm a little skeptical. We never used to do that." They'd be like, "What are you? What are you anti-innovation? What are you anti-technology? What's your what's your deal, dude? What are you what are you anti-life?" I feel like that's just the way it's going to go, and if that's the way it's going to go, that's the way it's going to go. So, FTX. By the way, the CBDC and the FTX collapse is not just another coincidence like everything else we've covered on 120 episodes of the John the Gogan Show. This stuff is not all coincidences, okay? There's too many to be a coincidence. This is timing, and it was it's all happening at the same time. 
They were going to issue the CBDC through FTX because FTX, as you will find out, seems to be, how do we say this? Uh, possibly set up perhaps by some powerful people who really run the country and, uh, I don't know, some money laundering to Ukraine and then back to the Democratic Party and even the Republican Party, which is why you're not getting an investigation, because it went not only to mostly by far Democrats, but also we see on some, what is it, tax filings or whatever you need to do for the U.S. government that Mitch McConnell got a two and a half million kickback from FTX. Huh. Isn't that strange? Corrupt politicians everywhere. Really wild. Blows my mind. If you're new to this podcast, this is the way it goes. I tell you the truth. I investigate it and I tell you my findings and I tell you or ask of you to use your God-given critical thinking skills to analyze and come to your own conclusions. Okay. I just do the legwork and then you decide what to do with that work, which I did with my legs. If you understand what I mean. Okay. So first things first, this is amazing. This is amazing. We're starting a spot that I wasn't going to really get started. This is amazing. This Sam Bankman fraud or Sam bank run fraud, because they did a bank run on him and he turned out to be a fraud. This is one of the deepest, worst scandals ever. I'm going to get more into it very shortly, but this is all time scandal. All time. In fact, someone very notable in the Bitcoin community said, this is going to make Bernie Madoff look like Jesus Christ. That's a little out there. Okay. I don't agree with that. I don't don't even know what that means, to be honest. But no, I don't go there. But I do say that this is a massive fraud. I mean, this is epic proportions fraud. You barely are hearing anything in the mainstream media. In fact, in the New York Times, you get a little fluff piece of like, this guy tried hard, but he just, he grew too fast. He literally took $10 billion of customer funds who deposited it and trusted him that they wouldn't touch, funneled it to his hedge fund and blew it. 1000% illegal screwing over the little man, let alone all the investors like BlackRock and all this stuff. Oh yeah. And very sad, very sad speaking about BlackRock. He's actually still Sam Bankman free. The CEO, the founder of FTX is actually still scheduled to speak at their big conference in two weeks in New York with Mayor with it's it's in the New York Times events. Uh, who's going to be there? We got Eric Adams, Mayor of New York City, Sam Bankman Fried, CEO of FTX. You got Sal Chu, CEO of TikTok, Larry Fink, Chairman and CEO of BlackRock, uh, Reed Hastings, Founder and CEO of Netflix. You just got some incredible people, incredible people who have your best interests at heart and absolutely love you. So maybe he's still speaking in two weeks after he just lost billions of dollars, defrauded literally over one million people he owes money to unbelievable but he's not being arrested very quickly they're not acting fast because he was in cahoots with the sec he had deep ties to the democratic party and we're going to exploit all that and share this with you but first things first kevin o'leary was a spokesperson and an investor of ftx he's also known for shark tank as mr wonderful he was literally this is i can't tell you how big of a fraud this is and he was asked on a podcast if he came to you again, Sam bank run fraud and asked you for money, would you give it to him? You, this is, this is like asking, this is like Lehman brothers. No, 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 sorry. This is like Enron collapsing because of the fraud and the scandal. And then a year later, a year later, you asked, I think his name was Jeffrey Skilling, who was the CEO that, that went to prison for it. 
uh, asked you, uh, hey, can I be the CEO of your company? And uh, yeah, you can be. Okay, it's the same thing. Or whoever was the CEO of Lehman Brothers when they went kaput, okay, and crumbled. And two days later, you go, hey, to the CEO, are you looking to run a company? I'd love to have you. You just collapse like the fourth largest investment bank or fifth largest, but we'd love to have you as a CEO because maybe it wasn't fair. This is unbelievable. This is real. This is crazy. This is insanity at the highest level. And then we're going to get into so much more. It's just one after another, after another, after another. It just never stops. All right. So I got to find it. Oh, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. Um, yeah, it's going to be here somewhere. All right. So he asked him, just take a listen to this. Just take a listen. Here we go. Knocked on your door again and said, look, I failed in my last venture. Uh, I have a new crypto venture. I need money. Would you back him? That's a great question. No one's asked me yet. I think we can all admit you, you can love him or hate him given what's happened, but he was one of the most brilliant traders in the crypto universe. One of the most robust platforms. We used FTX actively. It was a very robust platform uh, that allowed us to get information on a compliant basis. So I really like what he built. Um, would you back him? The answer would be. So the answer would be yes. Now, let, just put if you're not totally aware of what's going on with this this guy okay supposedly made billions of dollars trading arbitrages between prices on a US cryptocurrency exchange and a J Japanese one saying like bitcoin you buy it for $10,000 on the US one and sell it for 12,000 and then doing all those sales within like 2 years he made 16 billion dollars supposedly there's no record of this Okay, there is no paper trail and he appeared. Listen, this is where it gets a little conspiratorial, but he appeared after Jeffrey Epstein died. Who, by the way, ended up getting rich when Maxwell, Ghislaine's Maxwell's dad, uh, Robert Maxwell, I believe, or whatever his name was, was a, like a billionaire, died. And then Jeffrey Epstein all of a sudden was this billionaire. Then he dies. All of a sudden, this Sam Bakeman's a billionaire. Man, I don't know. Maybe they're funneling from one another. That, that can't come from that one, obviously, but appears. And then starts FTX 12 days after Biden becomes uh, decides to run for president. His parents are huge Democratic donors and activists. They have corporate, they have organizations. In fact, we're going to get into it right now. Let's just get into the meat and the butter and the potatoes right now. But this is fraud on a massive level. And Kevin O'Leary literally said, yes, he would fund him. This would be, no, I gave you a bad example before. I'm sorry. I gave you a really, really bad example. The real example that I should have given you is if Bernie Madoff, good old Bernie, came to you after you he, you know, you know found out he lost like $50 billion because of fraud and never invested a dollar but said that he was one of the best investors of all time, whatever. If Bernie came to you and said, hey, I want to be your – I want to run your family office, you – that would be the same thing as you saying yes. Yes to him and yes to, to Bankman Free. Same thing. They're on the same level. In fact, Bankman-Free might even be worse. We don't even know it yet because, oh, there's just so much happening. There's so much happening. Just like all of a sudden, while this FTX is going down, we need $37 billion for Ukraine. And we know FTX has deep ties to Ukraine and the money laundering. I just want to get into the facts here, but maybe they're trying to do that to fill the gap. I don't even know. I mean, this is just craziness. All right, so here we go. Let's get in this incredible thread. 
by Jagoe Capital, founder of Visionary Studios. I'll pull it up on the screen because that's what we should do. So hold on. Oh, here it is. All right, we're back. I got disconnected. Terrible, terrible internet. I apologize. Let's see if we can get back to where we were. Totally my fault. So this is an incredible, I forgot where I left, it, left off exactly, but it doesn't matter because it's all ending up in the same spot. So incredible Twitter thread here. And this is all the details. Wait until we get started. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is from Jagori Capital, founder of Visionary Studios. So here we go. Here we go. Let's dive into the truth, into this rabbit hole that hopefully we can get out of once we go into it. Here we go. Did you know the Al so Alameda was the hedge fund that was used by Sam Bankman Freed to make billions of dollars from this arbitrage, by the way, um, before he even started FTX. And then when he started FTX, he built a back door in the software system of the of the cryptocurrency exchange where he would be able to funnel customer deposits, people who deposit money on his platform. He would then funnel to his hedge fund to gamble, to invest. And the most amazing thing, this is getting a little ahead of myself, but the most amazing thing is they had billions of dollars of customer deposits on their platform, billions. And when they filed bankruptcy, like a few days ago, they had, you have to show your assets and people had tons of Bitcoin. I mean, there were like Genesis had $175 million on the platform. People have tons of money locked up. Okay. They have it in Bitcoin. They have it in Ethereum, all this stuff, right? When they publish their assets, guess how many Bitcoins they have listed on the, as assets in their filing? Zero. Zero. They had zero Bitcoins. So people had their Bitcoins in there, but they never even had it. It's crazy. They had no Bitcoins on their asset sheet, on their balance sheet for their assets like a few days ago when they published zero Bitcoins. And most people probably had their money in Bitcoins on the platform. It was a cryptocurrency exchange. I digress. So let's get into this. This is incredible. Ready? So Alameda was the hedge fund arm. So Alameda CEO, and if you didn't watch the episode, I did two time, two episodes ago with Caroline. The CEO is, listen, no judgment. I just tell you how it is because you know that's what I do. I have to just tell you how it is. She looks like a seventh grader. I don't, I don't mean to be mean, but the word that comes to mind sounds like pipsqueak. I don't, like, I don't mean that in a bad way. Just pipsqueak. I don't, I don't know what else to call her. She just got a little face and, and she, I don't know. It's just weird. Anyways. Alameda CEO, her, her, her Twitter handle, by the way, is Caroline Capital. So check it out. Just unbelievable investor. Doesn't even, she says she doesn't even use, uh, math, crazy stuff. I played the video two times ago. So Alameda, the hedge fund CEO, Caroline's dad, Glenn Ellison is the department head of economics at MIT. And prior to getting appointed to the SEC, Gary Gensler, who's the SEC chair, was a professor for the practice of global economics and management at MIT. Okay, you got that? So the CEO of Alameda Research, the hedge fund arm, where FTX was funneling its, its customer deposits to, to gamble or to invest, the CEO was Caroline. Her dad was Gary Gensler's boss before Gary Gensler became the SEC chair. Got it? Okay, continuing. 
This is a pretty crazy fact I just dug up regarding Alameda's relationship with the SEC. Looks like Goldman Sachs had their hand in the cookie jar as well. The CEO of Goldman Sachs, who's David Solomon, met with Sam Bankman fried who's the founder uh, and CEO of FTX and also was the founder of Alameda Research, to help FTX get regulatory approval. And here's a photo of Alameda CEO Caroline, Caroline Ellison's dad, Glenn Ellison, with Gregory Palm, former top Goldman Sachs lawyer, one of the wealthiest corporate lawyers in the U.S. Okay. The father of Sam Bigman Freed may also have a role. May also have a role. He definitely has a role. Okay. And keep in mind, his parents, for what it was, I don't care what your political views are. It doesn't even matter. Just you got to understand this all the time. They're diehard Democrats for whatever that means. It doesn't matter. If it, I'd be saying diehard Republicans, they're Republicans. I'm saying they're diehard political activists for a political party. That's all I mean. Joseph Bankman, Stanford professor and dad of Sam Bankman Freed, is cited a lot in this 2018 document, Tax Compliance in a Decentralizing Economy. Oddly, just before Sam and FTX arrived onto the crypto scene, Bankman was working on a new IRS tax filing system. The mother of Sam and Bankman Freed, Barbara Freed, is also a professor at Stanford and a bundler for Democratic Party campaign contributions. FTX launched 13 days after Biden announced campaign. Impeccable timing for the rise of FTX, just in time to be the second largest donor to Joe Biden. So, Sam Bingman Freed was an MIT grad where Caroline, who was the CEO of his hedge fund, Alameda's dad, worked. And Caroline was a Stanford grad where Sam Bingman Freed's mom and dad worked. And Caroline, her, Caroline's advice for college is classes don't matter that much. Friends and networking are really important. By the way, she also has a Tumblr that shows that her fetish is men who can control global governments. I'm dead serious. That's crazy, but I'm serious. Maybe we'll get to that. Here's more information on the shady, quote, mind the gap, okay? the, the here, that's, what, that's the organization her mom runs for the Democratic Party. Mind the gap, bundler operation founded by Sam Bankman-Fried's mother, Barbara Freed, and led by Stanford faculty, funding millions of dollars from Silicon Valley to Democrat Party. And I'll, I'll put there's some screen from Recode here. It says inside the secretive Silicon Valley group that has funneled over 20 million to Democrats. That's in Recode. Mind the Gap, a network formed less than two years ago, has been quietly routing millions of dollars to Democratic candidates and groups across the country in the 2018 and 2020 election cycles, emerging as a new power center in Silicon Valley political scene. It's just that so far it has avoided public detection. The group's success is due in large part to how it speaks the language of Silicon Valley donors and operatives say in in 2018, mind the gap pitched donors on a statistical model that tried to assess the precise impact of each additional dollar on the chance that Democrats would win the house of representatives as opposed to funding the easiest seats to flip. It's an approach one donor called, the money ball of politicians. This is what his mom ran, okay? Another shady piece of Sam of FTX's pie is the oxygen protocol. Oxy token is down from $4 to 3 cents since going public. 
Their core team consists of big banks like Goldman Sachs, Barclays, JP Morgan, Bank of America, with FTX and Alameda Research as top partners. Back to the connections. Sam Bankman-Fried's brother, Gabe Bankman-Fried, also a former Jane Street trader. They're all tied to Jane Street where they worked for like a year or eight months or whatever. Also a former Jane Street trader is founder of Guarding Against Pandemics. This was what Sam Bankman-Fried was focused on, spending tens of millions of dollars to the Democratic Party in just the past two years for pandemic preparedness, obsessed with pandemic preparedness. Okay, he sounds like a young Bill Gates, if you know what I'm saying. Let me continue. He was a legislative correspondent for the U.S. House of Representatives and an advisor to large political donors in the Democrat Party. Nothing to see here. Look over there. Next, oh, this is my favorite one. Next, we have Linda Freed, which is Sam Bankman Freed's aunt. Auntie Linda has been dean of Columbia Mailman School of Public Health since 2008. She created the first ever college program focused on climate and health. She also happens to be a member of the WEF's Global Agenda Council on Aging, the World Economic Forum. Of course she has ties to the World Economic Forum. Everything comes back to the World Economic Forum. There she is. If you're not watching, it's Linda P. Freed, MD, MPH, scientist in epidemiology, gerontology, geriatrics. Has led to, she's on the World Economic Forum website. Oh, my God. If roads lead to World Economic Forum, you know it's not good. Let's continue. Here's a video of Sam Bankman-Fried's dad, Joseph Bankman, lobbying at the U.S. House Government Reform and Oversight Committee's panel regarding a hedge fund regulation on November 13, 2008. They love politics. I continue. Head of Ventures and Commercial at FTX Ventures is Amy Wu, began her career as an analyst for the Clinton Foundation in Botswana. And by the way... If you have ties to the Clinton Foundation, you know something's going on. And if you don't have ties, then you may have been ruled a suicide. Okay. Amy later launched a school in Sierra Leone, these diamonds, Sierra Leone, before heading to Kyrgios to mingle with retail banks. Before venturing into crypto, she was CFO at Discovery. FTX Director of Engineering, Nishad Singh, recently donated $1.1 million $1.1 million to Becca Belit for Congress political campaign in Vermont, as well as, as well as 500K to the Democrat Party of Oregon. Singh has spent approximately $8 million on pro-Democrat campaign contributions. Former co-CEO of Alameda Research, which was um, Sam Trabuco, who stepped down weirdly a few months ago, by the way, out of nowhere. Very, very weird stuff. By the way, these were all like kids that were like, I'll get to it. So uh, Sam left his CEO position of Alameda Research, the hedge fund, just over two months ago. The MIT graduate now spends his time traveling the world and enjoying his new boat. Remember, this is the same hedge fund that lost billions of normal people's money and big investors, but also normal people. Billions. I said billions with a B, with a B. Could even be 10 billion. I think it's like 9.4. Roommates of Sam Bankman Free consist of nine friends and former co-workers many with Jane Street Group and some from MIT. They were all involved in a web of romantic relationships. It started to sound like an FTX-funded meth orgy was happening in the Bahamas. So I'll read uh, from the article here. Many are former co-workers from quantitative trading firm Jane Street, 
Others he met at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, his alma mater. All 10 are, or used to be, paired up in romantic relationships with each other. That includes Alameda CEO Caroline Allison, whose firm played a central role in the company's collapse, and who at times has dated Bankman Freed, according to people familiar with the manor. They loved amphetamines too, watch. So Caroline Capital, her tweet, this is her tweet, April 5th, 2021. I quote, nothing like regular amphetamine use to make you appreciate how dumb a lot of normal, non-medicated human experience is. That is the CEO of a multi-billion dollar hedge fund that used illegal funds from customers to invest. You're the idiot normie, by the way, if you didn't know. So, and now you can't forget good old, oh, he deleted his Twitter, Mark Wetchin. Mark became the CFTC commissioner in 2011 alongside chairman Gary Gensler. In 2013, Mark became acting CFTC chairman upon Gary's departure. He was then later hired by FTX US as the head of policy and regulation. It's all commingled. By the way, if this, if the internet goes out again, I'll be coming back. You just skip ahead. It'll go dark for a little bit. If you're on the podcast, it'll go silent. Just skip ahead a minute or so and get back into it. So I apologize, but I don't want to start this all over. Incredibly convenient for Mark. Incredibly convenient. He was nominated by President Barack Obama to serve as a five-year term as CFTC commissioner in March 2011, and then was unanimously confirmed by the U.S. Senate in October 2011. Then Biden gets in, and then boop, he ends up being hired by good friends of the Biden regime. In this CNBC article from earlier this year, Sam Bigman Free says he could spend upwards of $1 billion on the 2024 election. It's looking more likely there was a serious money laundering operation going on, spending huge amounts of money from FTX to Democrats under the guise of altruism. And the title of the CNBC article is Crypto Billionaire Says He Could Spend a Record-Breaking $1 Billion in 2024 Election. And don't forget... He had a he had a liability on his balance sheet that was literally named his company balance sheet company that was Trump to lose with seven point three million dollars. Sam Bankman Fried vowed to give away ninety nine percent of his earnings as part of an earn to give scheme. Unlike what's his name Sam Trabuco, the former CEO of his hedge fund, Sam Bankman Fried said he doesn't want a yacht. According to this USA Today article, Sam donated $50 million last year, including to, and I quote, pandemic relief and climate initiatives. That is a young Bill Gates. If that's not a young Bill Gates, I don't know what is. It's probably a pedophile, but I think we get into that shortly. So hold on. CEO, here's the article. CEO plans to give away. He wants to give money. I... If someone has this much money and all they want to do with it is give it to a political party, just like he's doing with the Democratic Party, that should be like sirens off in everybody's head. Like, wait a second, you have billions of dollars and you could do anything with it. And all you want to do is give it to a political party. What? Not normal. Not normal. Seems more like an operation than a normal expenditure. Okay. It's not like buying a mansion and blowing it all on cars. It's like blowing it all on politicians that love pandemics. It's very strange, okay? Very strange. I continue. One thing Sam liked even more than donating was spending money on marketing sponsorships. The goal was to rope in as many retail investors as possible using pro sports and star athletes, and it worked crazy because he even got Tom Brady. An estimated $30 million was spent on a Super Bowl ad with Larry David. It's a funny 
By the way, it's a funny ad with Larry David because Larry's being sarcastic and everybody's like, mm, I don't trust it. No, I don't think so. Like, don't deposit on there. It's not going to work. I'm never right. I'm never wrong about these things. And he ended up being right. But uh, I'll play it. I'll play it in a little bit. It's funny. Um, one of the most interesting shady characters of FTX is Gary Wang. Gary is the co-founder and CTO of FTX. He's the architect of FTT, the token that they leveraged against that was worth nothing. That when the Binance CEO sold FTT token, 500 million of it, everybody else was worried there was no liquidity and there was a bank run and there really was no liquidity. And so basically they created a token out of thin air and then they took money out against that token, which was worth nothing. They assigned the value through market manipulation. And then when people find out it was a token created out of thin air and they wanted their money back, the price of the token just dropped, plummeted, and then boom, they have to, they have margin calls. They got to pay their loans back and they don't have the money. So he's the architect of FTT, but is hardly ever seen with very little info about him online. Hmm, so weird. He graduated from MIT, worked at Google, and was crowned the wealthiest person under 30. So here's Gary Wang, CTO of FTX. He was 32 years old, created a $32 billion exchange with no prior experience, nothing to see here, just an absolute phenom with no internet, uh, no internet, no information on the internet whatsoever. SBF's tweet on 4-5-22, April 5th, 2022. I wanted to post this on my birthday, but it didn't go public until today. Congratulations, Gary, on becoming the wealthiest person in the world under 30. I couldn't be prouder. This is sketchy. <clears throat> I don't, I mean, come on. This is wild. That guy probably doesn't even exist, he wrote. Anyways, let's look at FTX legal team. Ryan Miller is former CFTC attorney for Gary Gensler, now general counsel for FTX. Trevor Levine is now senior counsel for FTX formerly a contract attorney for the justice department. You see this like in and out public, private. Oh my God. Wait, public, private partnership. Oh my God. It sounds like stakeholder capitalism. Oh my God. Who created that Klaus Schwab? What does he run? Oh my God. The world economic forum. Oh my God. It's one big giant circle. Oh my God. So crazy. Not crazy. It's a plan. And it seems like <laughs> this is, it doesn't seem like a simulation. All right. Am I crazy? Am I out of my mind? Because it surely feels like a, we're in like a movie of some sort. It's so bizarre. Anyways, Public-private partnerships. That is stakeholder capitalism. Klaus Schwab created that. He runs the World Economic Forum. He's literally speaking at the G20 to the biggest nations in the world on what they need to do to have a multipolar world. What? Who elected that guy? Who elected Bill Gates to inject us? I didn't. Did you? If you did, God bless you. I didn't get the vote. But that's okay. So let me continue. Oh, by the way, with the Justice Department, there's also a guy who was on the staff who was behind... The ultimate bet, which is, was a poker site where someone on the inside was looking at people's whole cards, giving it to other people at the table, and they were taking money from people, tens of millions of dollars. That, right, that lawyer who was a part of that scandal on ultimate bet, who was doing that from the inside, was part of the legal team of FTX. You can't make this up. You cannot make this up. You couldn't make this up if you tried. If I gave you a pen, a pencil, a laptop, a keyboard, anything, and I said write an incredible script of the most crazy corruption ever story, you wouldn't even come close to this, okay? You wouldn't even come close. And this is real life. That's the crazy part. So let me continue. So Sam Bankman-Fried just resigned from his CEO position at FTX, at FTX, and guess who just stepped in? You can't make this up. You can't. I swear. Whoever you are, you're listening to this, okay? If I paid you 25 
trillion dollars and cover your expenses and put you in paradise and said, come up with a better script than this, you would fail. I'm sorry. I have all the faith in the world in you, but not with this. You would fail. So let me continue here. CM Bateman Free just resigned from a CEO position at FTX. And guess who stepped in as the new CEO? Oh, I don't know. Let's, uh, what would the script say? The script would say the former Enron chairman and bankruptcy pro, John J. Ray III. Oh my God. John also served as senior managing director at Greylock VC, among many other things. Let's see if we can expand this. The Enron guy. New CEO, John J. Ray III, said the FTX has valuable assets that can only be effectively administered in an organized joint process and noted that the Chapter 11 proceedings do not include Ledger X LLC, one of the 9 million tax shelters that was created by Joseph Bankman, which is his specialty. John J. Ray served as director since November 2014. He served as senior man- managing director of Greylock Partners LLC, a provider of restructuring and interim management services, since October 2012, and a senior managing director of Avidity Partners LLC, a provider of restructuring and interim management services since April 2002. Since August 2014, Mr. Ray has served as chairman of the Board of Overseas Shipholding Group, Inc., a crude oil and product shipping business, and served as its chief reorganization officer from November 2012 until its emergence from bankruptcy on August 5th, 2014. And then he previously served as interim chief executive officer chief reorganization officer and in similar roles for various public and private companies, including Enron Corporation, Fruit of the Lerm and Nordal Networks. Enron. This is madness. I continue because it's not crazy yet, is it? Just yesterday, Sam made a tweet claiming FTX US was unaffected by the fiasco and is 100% liquid. He did tweet that. 24 hours later, FTX US, FTX uh, International, and Alameda Research and 130 other affiliated companies have filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the US. 130. Joseph Bankman, that is his dad, Sam Bankman's dad, is an expert at creating a complicated org structure for tax benefits and funds and mingling and, you know, through here, over there, through that hole, up through this bunker. That's what he does. That's what he does. He's like one of the best at it. He's a professional at it. They have like 130 affiliated companies that filed, and they still have some that are not filed. He tried to funnel the Robinhood shares. He saved Robinhood with like a $400 million. They tried to put that to a one of these entities that is not in the bankruptcy filing. I mean, this is sick. This is sick. This is like a... This is like the most corrupt scheme in the history of schemes. This is like, you want to talk about doing stuff with malice? Not only doing stuff with malice, like in the most eerie, like it makes me feel like a, I feel like a slime ball even talking about it. Let me continue. Last year, because it's not crazy enough, right? Last year, FTX acquired Ledger X, which became FTX US derivatives. According to LinkedIn, the Ledger X CEO and co-founder, Zach Dex, was on the CFTC Technology Advisory Committee from 2018 to 2020. CFTC approved Ledger X to be a futures clearinghouse in 2020. What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? Like, they're putting it, they're doing it in front of our faces. This is the most corrupt private public partnership World Economic Forum style bamboozle and they are just doing it in the open and they're basically saying you guys are peasants 
You're going to talk about the Jonathan Cogan show, but you can't do anything about it. So, ha. And then Joseph Bangman, Sam's dad, is going to say, well, I will sit down at the coffee table or the kitchen table, and I'm going to make 950 different affiliate affiliations and entities and corporations and funnel money through here, through Ukraine, up through Russia, down through China, and then through India, and then back through California, and then to New York, down in Florida. Some crazy scheme. And we're just going to say, okay. Okay. Like, what? Right in our face. So rude. According to Gigantic Rebirth and GCR Classic, Alameda and FTX played the role of OTC counterparty for large futures bets on Donald Trump winning the 2024 U.S. presidential election. And as I've said to you, a draft of an FTX asset log shared by Mini Groju shows 7.3 million of assets tied up in Trump to lose bets. Okay, think about this. Could you imagine what the mainstream media would do if it leaked that Coinbase had $7.3 million for Biden to lose? Do you think that would make MSNBC? Do you think it would make CNN? Do you, do you, would it be covered by Reuters? I mean, you you... You would probably have the president go on national TV and say that if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to be in big trouble. Like what? They're not even related, right? No, they're not related. That's the point. We live in a wild, wild world at this point in time. It's insanity. Okay. All this is insanity. And the fact that it's normalized for a lot of people is literally insanity at the highest levels of levels. There is no, le we are approaching the highest level of insanity that has ever been seen on planet earth. And for people that are like, oh yeah, okay, this is totally normal. What do you mean? He just wants to spend 7.3 million for someone to lose to, uh, on bets, on gambling, futures bets for Trump to lose. This has nothing to do with Trump. You can't bet on political parties, dude. That's insanity. Great. And by the way, really crazy uh, little post, little tweet he had here, which is really weird. Ready? Listen to this. This guy, the GC, the one who shared this, tweeted this. One of my highest conviction trades, Trump, Trump 2024, massively illiquid on FTX. So we've been accumulating via Alameda OTC and other sources since around 10 cents. Biggest risk to this trade is myocardial infarction, but otherwise programmed for 0.65. Myocardial infarction is a weird phrase to use as that is a side effect of the vaccine i that is just a weird myocardial infarction i've never even heard of until moderna and pfizer decide to get up in everyone's business just a weird phrase to use that's all i'm gonna say not i don't know that's just a weird thing to say but whatever now let's kick it up a notch this is where oh my god this is where it gets even crazier this is just nuts here we go let's kick things up a notch wikileaks released an fbi document outlining pedoph pedophilia symbolism, pedophilia. The B logo on this Federal Bureau of Investigation Intelligence Bulletin that was released on symbols of pedophilia is eerily reminiscent of Alameda Research's logo. Remember, we're talking about 10 well-connected youngins sleeping with each other in a Caribbean penthouse, and the Alameda CEO looks like she's 12, which is true. Now, if you're watching this, if you're not, go subscribe on Rumble or YouTube, but watch this similarity. It is close. So 
symbols and logos used by pedophiles to identify sexual preferences. And the people who run our country at this point in time are pedophiles. That's just the way it is. And most of the world for that matter. So here it is, this logo. I think we zoom in on the next one. This logo right here. This shows pedophilia. I think this is like look. I think this is like in young girls, perhaps, or maybe it's young boys. I forget. We got to go back to figure that out. But it's like a. Um, if you're listening, it's a. It's like a triangle that if you start on the bottom left corner, you drew a line to the right, and then up to the tip of the triangle, and then go back down. But instead of connecting, you go back in. It's smaller and smaller and smaller. That's what it looks like. Okay. Here's the Alameda Research logo. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely similarities there. I wouldn't say it's spot on. I wouldn't say it's a it's a definite 100%. But it is strange. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's definitely similarities for sure. Yeah. There's no question there's similarities there. Yeah. Yeah, there's similarities there. There's no question about that. The B logo is, yeah, it's, it's close. It's close. Not, not 100%. For sure, not 100%. I would tell you if it was, but it's close. Now, back to the FTX team and where they came from. Head of product FTX was Stanford graduate Romney Karaka. Romnick. Before FTX, Romnick was at Facebook working as a research scientist for the Libra blockchain project. Prior to Facebook, Romnick was trading at Goldman Sachs. Head of partnerships at FTX was Sina Nadar. Sina was responsible for the sponsorship deals that garnered massive attention and roped in retail. Prior to FTX, Sina was Robin Hood's first head of crypto. You see how this all connected? The whole thing's intertwined. It's it's crazy. He started his bank career at Morgan Stanley, later joining Credit Suisse. On February, this is where it gets so juicy. I, it, it, you better, if you have juicy fruit gum right now, take out a new slice, put that puppy in your mouth because it's about to get juicy. On February 24, 2022, as the Ukraine war began heating up, Sam Bankman-Fried tweeted that $25 was given to every Ukrainian on FTX. Ukraine government then announced a partnership with FTX to launch a crypto donations website converting crypto into fiat at the National Bank of Ukraine. Oh my God, this is so deep. This is running too deep. It's making me nervous. Former president of FTX US is Brett Harrison. Like many, Brett came from Jane Street, Jane Street Group, where he was head of trading systems tech for seven years. Brett then went on to Ken Griffin City, uh, City Securities, right? Is that what it is? Citadel Securities, where he was the head of semi-systematic tech during the great GameStop short squeeze, where the little guy got screwed. This is crazy. According to email from Amanda Fisher, on March 23rd, 2022, Sam, Mark, Ryan, and Gary Gensler, the SEC chair, met to discuss, quote, conditional no-action relief, which in other words means a get-out-of-jail-free card. At the time, senior counselor Amanda was appointed chief of staff on Monday. So this is the meeting email, including the unique risks associated with custody of digital asset securities and the conditional no action relief discussed in the statement. Amanda Fisher was senior counselor to chair, which was Gary Gensler. SEC announces departure of chief of staff, Prashant Yamelli, and appointment of Amanda Fisher to the role. Gosh. So is that a good start? Is that a good start? 
I, I don't even know. I don't even know. At least he's still on the schedule to speak at the conference in New York with Mayor Adams and Larry Fink and all those pals. This is insane. I mean, I can't even like. It's too much. It's too much to be a coincidence. It's way too much. Okay. It's crazy. Let's see if I got some more for you. So now this all ties into CBDC. I'll probably get into CBDC in a different segment because this one's going a bit long. So I'll do that in a bit. But um, here is uh, two minute, about a three-minute segment that I think you should hear. And it says, the FTX plot thickens. Everyone needs to see this. Silvergate. So I'll play this for you, okay, just so you are aware of it because I was told everyone needs to see it from a reliable source. So I'm going to play it for you, and then we're going to end up doing the other, uh, what I want to say, the other, uh, the CBDC in a different segment, which I'll do later. So take a listen to this. Here we go. And there's something else that, that came to my attention on Friday that I want to warn people about, and it's a stock, and it's called Silvergate. And it's symbol SI, and they're the financial so-called bank that allows all these trends and things to And they have about $14 billion with a B in deposits, and they're largely from these offshore entities. And get a load of this. They transfer last year $1 trillion between these offshore entities and customers. $1 trillion, $14 billion. And this name was brought to my attention by who I think is the best bank analyst on the planet, and that's Porter Collins of the big short thing. And he thinks they're in the process right now of having a run on the bank. And they put out some bogus press release on Friday saying that FTX was only a billion dollars of their deposits and they didn't have any loans to them. And the, and the stock went up after ours Friday. But as Porter said to me, it's a deposit story. It's not a loan story. If they lose all their depositors, there's going to be a run on the bank. And so it's, not, it's, it's, people... not just, it's not just FTX either. So, I mean, that, that's the whole point. Is no, it? it's, 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 not, it's not FTX. They do business with the worst of the worst. And, and, and the crazy thing is these guys are so stupid at SI, right? The CEO's son-in-law was the head of risk. So they figured out something was wrong. And, and the excellent bankrupt, this is what they promoted. It says, this is from their website. It says, life as a crypto firm can be divided up into before Silvergate and after Silvergate. It's hard to overstate how much it revolutionized banking for blockchain companies. And that was endorsed by Sam Bankman-Fried, founder and CEO of Alameda Research and FTX. So, nice. so nice. It's, 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 it's crazy and they put this thing out saying it's only a billion dollars of deposits. Well, if there's a run on the bank and the U.S. government wakes up or the Treasury wakes up and they start kicking the tires of, of this bank, they're going to realize they have no KYC on right now, which is know your customer, or they have no AML on right now, which is anti-money laundering, because FTX is a criminal operation, cut and dried. And if they were doing all this business for FTX, Look at what happened to all the banks that did business with Madoff and things like that. So this is serious ass shit. And, and the fact that they put out a press release on Friday to try to hype their garbagey ass stock, you know, real guys reached out to me and said, can you believe this? And I said, it's absolute dog shit. So I am short SI. I think SI is garbage and they need to be called out. Just like So 
just even on top of that, which is even crazier, is what also happened today is that AP, well, from other sources, but from Associated Press, announced that the Biden is asking Congress, President Biden from the Associated Press, President Joe Biden is asking Congress to provide more than $37 billion in emergency aid to Ukraine, a massive infusion of cash that could help support the nation as Russian forces suffer battlefield losses in their nine-month-old invasion. Now, maybe that was going to happen anyways, but my response to that was, or to bail out the FTX. Because if this is tied to intelligence and some other powerful forces, are they trying to rescue it with that $37 billion emergency aid? I wouldn't be surprised. This could possibly be a deep, deep corruption scandal between the Congress, the U.S. government, between the Ukraine, between Ukraine and whoever these private actors are, Sam Bigman-Fried, FTX, and all these other players. So I'm hoping this money gets blocked so we could see this, you know, the truth come out with this stuff. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we live in such a clown world as it is right now, so I don't put anything past them. I think anything can happen. But all right, that's enough for right now. I'm going to get into central bank digital currencies, which is also happening at the same time, which is totally normal, totally normal, totally normal. No, seriously, CBDCs are coming. They're coming fast. They're in phase one. I'm telling you, I've been telling you this, control the money, control the world. That's what Henry Kissinger, Henry Kissinger said, control the money, control the world. You see food is under attack. You see energy is under attack and money is under attack. That is by design, folks. And if you don't wake up soon, it's going to be too late. Sorry to burst your bubble. I'm already preparing, so I'm not too worried. But I'm not, another thing too, last thing, real quick. I'm shocked by the amount of people as I continue this podcast are shilling for like FTX, corrupt, or are willing to ruin their reputation, just ruin it for a quick, you know, however much money, 20000 50000 100000 I don't care, an ad. The people who have shilled out for Big Pharma, well, their reputation is done already. People who shilled out for FTX, now they're being questioned. As I continue this, the John the Coconut Show is going to be the last podcast standing because we don't sell out. It's insane. So please go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy because the only way this works is that I get power from the people to the people for the people of the people. Please donate patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. Please four ninety nine a month. I don't want to beg, but please ownership. Sorry. Patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. Or if you just want to make one donation, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash RPA or also ownership economy. Just go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. The other one's actually buymeacoffee.com forward slash JSK, my initials, JSK, buymeacoffee.com forward slash JSK. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Central Bank Digital Currency come next. Subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show. Please share this. You can follow me on Twitter at K-O-G-Z, Kogs. Subscribe to Rumble. Subscribe to YouTube. And last time I'm going to ask, I know I said 100 times, patreon.com forward slash ownership economy, wherever you are in the world, please consider. That's all I ask. All right. On to CBDC next. God bless.